Howdy, pilgrims. Before we get into this week's dose, we have a favor to ask of you. We work hard every week to bring you the latest updates on the most innovative startups in the game, in addition to sharing the stories of incredible founders and investors. It would mean the world to us if you followed VenturePill on all social medias. You can find us at, at @VenturePill on every platform. Please also keep engaging with us. Jump in on the conversation and share the posts and episodes with your networks. Help get your friends into venture. We can't thank y'all enough for the continued support and helping us build this awesome community of pilgrims. And now for this week's dose. The first company we'll cover is Starling Medical, a startup that plans to launch an at-home urine testing device that will turn your toilet into a health tracker. The company raised a $3.4 million seed round led by Rebel Fund. And next, you'll hear about Fable Foods in their recent $8.5 million Series A. This Australian startup, which we do believe is the very first in pill history, is making decadent mushroom-based meat products like you've never tasted before. Stick with us for a breakdown on Car IQ, which just raised a $15 million Series B led by Forte Ventures. The startup allows commercial vehicles to seamlessly pay for things like gas and tolls without the need for a credit card. And to wrap things up, you'll hear about Atmosphere TV's $65 million Series D and how the worldwide leader in streaming TV entertainment for businesses is helping venue operators elevate their space and boost their bottom line. Yeah, a fun dose of startups this week, if we've ever seen one. And with that, let's mosey on in to this week's episode. This is VenturePill, your weekly dose of startups and venture capital. We break down recent startups in the news and interview founders and investors to help you stay informed in the evolving world of venture. All right, kicking off this week's dose, we have Starling Medical, which just secured a $3.4 million seed round led by Rebel Fund. Also participating in the round was Y Combinator, InnoSpark Ventures, Capital Factory, and a group of angel investors. Yeah, nice to see Capital Factory there in the mix, a Texas-based company. The startup is poised to launch its at-home urine diagnostic patient monitoring platform, dubbed Starstream. Now, this platform doesn't rely on the traditional catching containers or dipsticks associated with urine testing. Right. And the Houston-based company wants to prevent hospitalizations from chronic conditions, including urinary tract infections, diabetes, and kidney disease. And they plan to move into dozens of other health conditions that urine testing can detect. Now, working in sync with urologist partners and insurance providers, the patient gets a reusable device that is attached to the toilet and is connected to artificial intelligence-powered digital health analysis. Now, <laughs> you and I were joking before the episode, it's, it's only a matter of time uh, before AI makes it to the bathroom. I think you, I think you put it so nicely there. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it feels like we're seeing artificial intelligence in every other component of our life. So it really was only a matter of time. Uh, but a little bit more on star on the a little bit more on the star stream. If a problem is detected after a patient uses the restroom, then Starling connects them with their physician to discuss and learn more. 
Yeah. So over the past year, the company has developed the device and tech and has already validated its predictive models through a clinical study partnership with Stanford University. So pretty legit there. They've got some big plans moving forward. Right. Some exciting early strides there. And moving into some 2023 plans, in quarter one of 2023, Starstream's device and monitoring service will be deployed with Starlink's first enterprise customer, a large private practice in Texas with about 200,000 urology patients and the potential for $144 million in annual recurring revenue. That That's incredible. That one practice in Texas alone with the potential for that much ARR. And you look at ARR, you, you put you put a multiple on that, a conservative one maybe at seven to 10, you're already talking a billion dollar company. So, you know, that's how a VC might think about this, right? The market opportunity. It's not to say that they're going to earn 144 million in ARR from one clinic. Maybe they will, but if they get a small percentage of that even, that's a successful business right there already. So- that being said, there is some competition in the space, namely the Withings U-Scan, which is rolling out in Europe. And that said, the global urinalysis market, I have to just pause there to recognize one of the best terms we've come across here uh, on the pill. It's up there with the multi-hyphenates. Of yes. the, I forget what probably episodes in one of the 20s or 30s. We'd have to take a look back. Anyway, the global urinalysis market is forecasted to be valued at almost $5 billion by 2026. So not only a great word, but a great market. Hey, Sam, what are you when you're in the bathroom? I'm analysis. <laughs> <laughs> no, my friend, European. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to say <laughs> you're analysis. It just doesn't no. make any make any sense. <laughs> Yeah, an exciting and shockingly large global market for urinalysis and exciting to see that Starling has already tested the proof of concept and is putting it to the test even further in Texas and such a huge market alone in Texas. You can only imagine if the deployment that's coming in this quarter of 2023 goes well, what the future is within Texas and within the United States alone for Starling. Yeah, and let's just say Starling Medical is really striving to be number one. <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> thank yes, you thank you I'll, I'll be here all episode <laughs> the future is bright let's hope the p is transparent and let's hope that there is a steady stream of traction and income recurring annual income for starstream i gotta say brandon you're in the zone <laughs> dude you're in a roll <laughs> All right. So second company of this week's dose is Fable Foods, which just raised an $8.5 million Series A led by K3, a firm based out of Singapore, actually. And this startup, an Australian startup, actually makes mouthwatering mushroom-based meat products like no other. Man, you got me salivating over here, Sam. Oh, yeah. Now... The plant-based meat alternative market has seen quite the up and down over the last several years, and it's no stranger to many of us, especially with companies like Beyond Meat and Impossible Foods having grown in popularity, some good press, some negative press over the years. Yeah, and you know, beyond those, and not to make a Beyond joke, <laughs> we think we've probably hit our quota for 
cringy jokes for the episode. That's <laughs> impossible. No, you're right. It is infinite. That's impossible. Infinite. I think we're pushing the <laughs> limits there. Um, there are also hundreds, maybe even thousands of other much smaller plant-based meat companies out there. I'm sure we all have our, you know, our own favorite brands, especially those of us who uh, stay away from meat. Uh, and everyone's looking to satisfy the taste buds of millions without harming the environment or animals themselves. Right. And then you zoom in a little bit further on this landscape of plant-based meat companies, and you find yourself amongst the almighty mushroom-based believers. And one of one of them, uh, CEO and founder of Fable Foods, Michael Fox, says that the company sets themselves apart from the other competition with their agriculturally grown shiitake and agaricus mushrooms, as opposed to the more common method of fermenting mycelium. And to quote directly from the article that we'll link in our show notes, the company is using the fruiting body of the fungi as opposed to the mycelium. So humans have eaten mushrooms for tens of thousands of years, and we farm them for thousands of years. They're evolved to be highly nutritious and delicious because the fungi want us to eat them to help spread their spores. Yeah, and another key differentiator for Fable Foods is their, well, their superior taste. And I'm, I'm excited to try it out at some point. I got to say, cue the umami. Umami. If you, know um, if you know what umami is, shout out our good friend, Brett Cohen. He loves a good umami. Um, yes. It's just, it's just this savory kind of taste that, that you're looking to replicate. It comes from – it's often found in meat. The texture of the mushrooms that Fable Foods uses is also much more comparable to that of meat. So they found a, a special sauce, if you will, um, to make make a better tasting product than the competitors out there. Right. And I've seen, honestly, restaurants, I've, I've enjoyed at many restaurants, portobello mushroom as a substitute mm. for meat. It's, it's delicious. As you mentioned, the texture is pretty spot on. And that umami and all the other good flavoring going in there really, you know, satisfies the craving for oh, me yeah. for sure. So thus far, Fable has mostly operated within Australia. But recently, they've expanded their footprint into other countries like the United Kingdom and the United States. Yeah, and they've partnered with some incredible chefs. If you took a look at their website, there's some award-winning chefs there that really like the product. And in addition, they're working with grocery stores too. So a multi-channel distribution strategy, if we've ever seen one. <laughs> yeah, and we always love to see that. And with this funding, they'll continue growing internationally and within their existing Australian market. Down under. <laughs> Anyways, a, a really cool company. We haven't covered a company from Australia. I don't know that we've really covered a plant-based meat company before. We've gone, we've gone with uh, lab-grown fish, right? Lab-grown fish, some sweet proteins. Yeah, um, figured it was it was about time for another cool food tech. I don't know, I don't know if it's tech, but a food company. Uh, so pretty cool. We'll we'll be tasting it. And we'll let you guys know what we think. All right, third company of this week's dose is Car IQ, which just raised a $15 million Series B led by Forte Ventures. Now, get ready here. The round included participation from quite a lot of investors here. The existing ones were State Farm Ventures, Tealis Ventures, and Avanta Ventures, which is the venture arm of CSAA Insurance Group. Right, now stay buckled in as we cover some new strategic investors, which include Visa, 
Bridgestone, Navistar, and Circle K, which brought the total funding raised to date to $42 million. So CarIQ was initially founded back in 2016 to allow vehicles, specifically commercial vehicles, to seamlessly pay for things that may otherwise require a credit card and the driver getting out of the car. Right. And so their first product was CarIQ Pay, a system that allows truck drivers to pay for stuff like tolls, fuel, even now parking and potentially uh, electric vehicle charging. And over 20,000 gas stations currently accepted as a payment method today. Yeah, it's an awesome idea. I feel like we continue to see touchless, contactless payment mm -hmm. uh, you know, spreading throughout all industries. And the idea here is not only to make it easier for the truckers to pay for stuff, but more importantly, it's to reduce fraud and gather more precise data on the vehicles in conjunction with spending. Yeah, so it's that intersection of the data with what they're spending, where, and the specific vehicle that will allow fleet managers uh, to get a lot better insights on their fleets, right? And so according to a quote from the press release we've linked in the show notes, Sterling Pratts, who's the CEO of CarIQ, said, quote, incorporating vehicle data to the payment transaction is a game changer. We can determine what the vehicle needs before it buys, validate the purchase after the fact, and make the experience for the driver completely frictionless, end quote. So it sums it up really nicely there. It's a really cool idea, a win-win-win, uh, as we always like to see. Exactly. I was about to say the same. Another win-win-win to highlight, and it's data-driven, which is just a bonus buzzword oh, yeah. thrown in there. Buzz-buzz. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's probably exactly. our one-year anniversary of buzz-buzz. We should, we should uh, pay homage. One, ho one whole episode of buzz-buzz. <laughs> oh God, for the real pilgrims. <laughs> <laughs> and with a group of investors as strategic as those that we previously mentioned, CarIQ is poised to continue grabbing the market share in what is seemingly an untapped space, that being the vehicular electronic payment space, which yeah, is a major buzz-buzz. We, we love a good vehicular electronic payment <laughs> platform on the pill here. No, all jokes aside, this has been a, a bit of a... Uh, a goofy episode. No, th this is a seriously <laughs> cool company. Um, that that list of investors would get, just keep coming back to it. Just all these big companies from credit card and Visa to cars and gas stations and Bridgestone and Circle K and insurance from previous rounds. Uh, it's quite quite a litany of investors there, and and that's that's no uh, small feat, right? The team did a really good job of assembling the all-star team, if you will, and they're going to be well well positioned here to tackle this market. So we'll be keeping tabs on them. That is for sure. That is for sure. And way to sprinkle in a litany in there, my man. That's Thank awesome. You. <laughs> well done. <laughs> <laughs> and to close out this week's dose, we have Atmosphere TV, which is the worldwide leader in streaming TV entertainment for businesses which just announced a $65 million Series D led by Sageview Capital, Valor Equity Partners, and S3 Ventures. This new round of funding follows a pretty recent $80 million Series C, which was completed in December of 2021. Yeah, and a quick note, uh, we'd be remiss not to mention a little bit of a shout out for the hometown Austin-based S3 Ventures. 
if you remember back to episode 34, we had on their general partner, Charlie Ploche, a close mentor of mine. And, and uh, yeah, he, he talked about atmosphere on that episode. I recommend checking it out if you want to just get a good glimpse into what a venture capitalist is looking into uh, when they're looking at a company like atmosphere. And, and now fast forward to today, this is one of their most successful portfolio companies. Uh, for those of you that don't know, I also work for Interplay Learning, which is um, a sister portfolio company of Atmospheres, <laughs> if, if you will, uh, hoping to raise a Series uh, C uh, soon and follow in the footsteps here as Atmosphere blazes the trails. We should mention that with this latest raise, Atmosphere actually eclipses that $1 billion valuation mark, thereby turning them into a unicorn, which always you know, rings... Yeah, always, always an incredible feat to accomplish. And just as you mentioned, highlights an incredible investment by the S3 portfolio. Yeah, yeah. And a, a strong list of investors alongside them, too. Um, mm -hmm. Back to what Atmosphere does, they allow venue operators to elevate their space, operate with ease and improve their bottom line. Here's a little bit how it works. Right. So Atmosphere provides hardware and programming all for a one-time activation fee then monetizes content through its proprietary advertising platform and paid digital signage program, which allows venues to rent their own advertising between content. Yeah. And, and I'm sure everyone's been to a bar or restaurant and, and maybe seen it and recognize it or seen it without knowing. So the company's free ad supported streaming TV platform provides short form audio optional programming to over 60 million viewers per month across nearly 50,000 restaurants bars, gyms, doctor offices, and other establishments worldwide, like Burger King, Texas Roadhouse, and more. See, I didn't even know all those all those uh, businesses had it going. Usually you find it at like a local bar or restaurant. It's just like cool skiing videos or like funny home videos and stuff. It's, it's, it's fun. Yeah, it's definitely pretty riveting. Some extreme sports mixed in there as well. Um, and the award-winning content actually spans 60-plus channels for all audiences, including Chive TV for viral videos and a whole suite of channels for sports, news, and entertainment. So if extreme sports aren't for you, then you can just go to the news side of things as well. Right. Yeah, it's not just what we mentioned, but that's seemingly what they're known for with Chive TV, right? Um, yeah. And so for the restaurant or the venue that's using this, there's no ongoing cost which allows customers to boost their bottom line compared to an expensive and less versatile business package that you might typically find from the traditional cable and satellite companies. So a lot of a cool innovation in the business model here as well. Yeah, and some really impressive stats that we wanted to highlight is Atmosphere, especially as of late, has had some really strong numbers in that they more than doubled their customers in 2022 they streamed more than 250,000 hours per day in aggregate. Uh, and we, sh we should mention also that Atmosphere TV is streaming in 35 countries across the world. And for the venues that stream Atmosphere TV, they're seeing benefits as well. So venues that stream Atmosphere TV saw a 14% increase in new business and a 19% increase in repeat guests. Yeah, some incredible stats there, just on the raw, kind of the sheer numbers of hours of viewing per day. But that's hard, a little bit harder to put into context than that last one you just rattled off there. That's a clear impact on the businesses. And a lot of these businesses are small, 
maybe oftentimes family owned local businesses that could use a way to, to make some more money, right. And, and entertain their guests and get them coming back for more. So maybe subliminally, like the places that we've been to uh, that have been playing these kind of cool skiing videos and whatnot, <laughs> uh, subliminally are making us, or I should say subconsciously are making us want to come back for more. So really cool business here. Yeah. And we should mention it's it's an Austin-based company, and right behind me on Sixth Street in downtown Austin, probably every other bar is streaming Atmosphere TV. And like you mentioned, you and I have both been, you know, just at a bar and getting mesmerized by these extreme sports videos. Yeah, it's not like Atmosphere TV is completely replacing traditional TV. It's more so something to have on when there's not a big game on, and the only thing is bowling on ESPN or robot dodgeball. <laughs> Yeah, ESPN <laughs> ate the Ocho as as good as that is, and as much as we all love that, uh, you know, it's a different use case. It's the deader times during the day, or it's a place that doesn't want to be known for sports, right? There's a lot of different niche use cases that they've clear, clearly found with over fifty thousand restaurants and other establishments. So, an impressive customer base and really cool stats that we just rattled off. Uh, always excited to see, especially S three Ventures getting in the news and, and representing Austin well. So hopefully this leads, maybe we'll see to the next step as a as an exit opportunity, potentially going public or getting acquired. So we will be sure to keep you guys posted on that as we see the updates. And as always, thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. Signing off. Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another dose of startups and venture capital. And as always, we appreciate our pilgrims spreading the word about the show. Share with your friends and help someone else make the pilgrimage. See you next time. She told me that she only bumps my music when she's lonely. Thinks my vibe's a little low-key, okie-dokie, that's alright, but wait, I don't know how to do it.